interviews are back here at Pintotop Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. And this time, I got Ginger Arboleda, blogger, Manila Workshops Director, and Chief Operations Officer of Taksumo on the Pintotop Podcast seat. I know it's long overdue, but things take time. And the beauty about it is that Ginger is always available for us. That's why I'm always thankful. I can't remember the very first time that I've heard of her name. But as you know, if you're a Filipino, Ginger Arbolenda is synonymous to blogging. And also vlogging, you know, the B and V. And Manila Workshops and now Taksumo. I had the chance to interview her and talk about her beginnings. I knew her from Manila Workshops, but what really made her do it? What inspired her and continue to inspire her to create businesses? And the story behind the businesses that she has created. And here's the first here on Pin the Top Podcast. This is the first time in an interview where I got questions from our audience. And you responded! I am so happy! Because there's no one responding before. <laughs> See, it takes time. But thank you so much to those who responded and sent their questions via the Facebook page and my personal Facebook account, also on my LinkedIn. All your questions were curated and are included in this interview. I'm so happy that Ginger answered all our questions. As usual, our interviews are in two-part series. So I'm excited for you to find out the answers to your questions to Ginger. And then on part two, well, I'm going to leave you hanging. Finally, it's out! IBH Media released its 2020 Asia Pod Awards winners. And I'd like to tell you that Pintotop was voted Asia's premier business podcast. Winners were chosen through listeners' votes. That means there's no panel nothing in between it's really your votes that were counted and with that let me thank you for following this podcast listening to it and for voting this honor is really yours because you are the ones who voted for the show thank you for allowing me in between your heads every single time thank you also for reaching out to me to tell me that you're learning from this podcast i really appreciate it it keeps me going every single time also cheers to joy colliado who first introduced me to podcasting five years ago as you know we started the joy and Andrew a few years back so that's really my first hands-on podcasting experience and i'd like to thank her for bringing me in on the journey Value Pod Productions, headed by Cecilia Mercado and Eloisa Almonicido, you ladies rock. Thank you so much for pushing me to show up and be consistent. To IBH Media's Daniel Robbins and Kate Hancock, cheers to more success for IBH. Cheers to more awards to be given away in the next few years. Be rest assured that I'll continue to provide 
pinnable Facebook and marketing lessons for you, entrepreneurs and experts. It's time to maximize Facebook marketing for your business. Let's be overwhelmed. It's the Pin to Talk podcast with Anne Christine Peña Redondo. Facebook is one of the top social media channels in the world. Well, you know that by now for sure, right? If you want to reach the people who will support your products, services, and tell friends about your business, Facebook is one of your best choices. I have a Facebook marketing strategy that you may read at anchristine.com slash Facebook marketing after listening to this episode. This strategy works with consistency and patience. Commit to this strategy and you will meet your business goals through Facebook. But if you want to get help, I am a call away. Click the button at the end of anchorstein.com slash Facebook marketing after listening to this episode to start booking your call. If you're looking for the best social media marketing solution for your business, Promo Republic is the right tool for you. Boost your social media presence or personal brand with Promo Republic's outstanding designs for your social posts, meaningful insights, automated social media scheduling, and more. Stand out with custom social content today. Sign up at bit.ly slash best social media solution for Anne. Here is blogger, Manila Workshops Director, and COO of Taxumo, Ginger Arboleda. Hi, Ginger. Thanks for saying yes to Pin to Top Podcast. Hi, Anne. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored. You have such a huge audience now <laughs> from all over the world. Yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> Yeah, so congratulations to you. Yeah, thanks so much. And thank you for saying yes. I know it kind of took a while because I'm kind of looking for the best time to interview you and the best time is now. So thanks so much for for saying yes. Maybe one of the best times is that you're pregnant. So yes. it's a blessing. <laughs> that kid is, yeah. Every kid is a blessing. So yes, um, this is also the first time that I ask questions from uh, entrepreneurs and they responded. So to whoever responded, thank you so much because they used to ignore. <laughs> wow, <laughs> ignore that's great. Thank you for those who sent questions. Yeah, so I'll be, I'll be saying the names of those who gave their questions because they took part on this one. But I know right. this is a lot. So we're going to start with the first one. I knew you for the first time Back in, I guess, 2016, Carla Ravanes, now Higham, yeah. tagged me along in a Manila workshops. And then Nina said, Han, that's Ginger Arboleda. Oh my God. So, <laughs> okay. So, so I knew of your story late, years later when I sat down for the Facebook ads workshop, still under Manila workshops. So I knew your story there. And you mentioned that you studied marketing. What made you decide to study marketing? Are you in a family of entrepreneurs or marketers? What so that made you decide to, okay, I'm going to study marketing in college? Okay. Yeah, I this is the first time that I was asked that. <laughs> you know why? Well, before it wasn't my first choice, you know, for my course. I wanted to take up law. 
So oh. the reason, yes, the reason why my grandfather was a lawyer. So my mom wanted me to take up law. But then, like, ever since I was little, I was very entrepreneurial in nature. No? So I would, like, look for different businesses, side gigs, hustles. And then, yeah, what really made me decide to get into marketing is that I enjoyed looking at the people who bought from me, like, trying to see what strategies to sort of use so that I would get them to buy our cookies. My sister used to do all of the creativity stuff, stuff or the creation and of And then you sell. And doing then stuff. I would sell. Okay. So there. And and of course, my dad, I guess my dad also had a certain influence. Like he was a banker before, but at the early age of 33 years old, he resigned from his job and he started franchising, a food franchise here in the Philippines. So together okay. with his siblings. So Yeah, I guess I saw him like with his own hustles and that also probably the environment also did did something and encouraged me really to take that route. So yeah, and surprisingly, I didn't understand like what do you actually study when when you're actually studying marketing. But surprisingly, I was like super, it was super fun and I learned a lot. But it's cool. I wonder if you remember the very first thing or food that you sold and what age were you were during that actually, time? Yeah, actually I was grade three and it wasn't food. I was selling headbands to my classmates. Early as third grade. Oh my yes. God. I started so, in college. I started late. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think my mom and my... It was my idea though. I think my mom and our household help like would buy the plastic headbands and ribbons. Yes. And I would make the ribbons, like the decoration, and my me and my mom would stick. Obviously, my mom would do it because she needed the glue gun. No? I was too yes. young to hold, that, yes. to hold that. But yeah, we would we would make that, and then I would sell it to my classmates. And then I would obviously keep the profit. So I was saving, really, like saving a lot since I was young. That was cool. I started really <laughs> late. Third grade. Oh my God, was that, what was I doing? <laughs> third grade. Yeah, this, that's like nine years old. <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. This is the first question from one of our entrepreneur friends. This is from Ralph Solomon. And he's asking, what inspires you to create your business? I know you've had businesses before. What yeah. inspires you every time? It really has like, different sources of inspiration. Like the first business, the legit business that I had, and not counting the side hustles and all yes. of these small businesses. The first business that I had was with a friend in my 20s. So we were, I was in my 20s and we wanted to start a fashion business. The reason why we wanted to start it was we wanted to start it was because we saw a lot of fashion designers who wouldn't know what to do after they graduated. So before they weren't big brands here in the Philippines, like now you'd see a lot of stores like Zara, H&M, and and Uniqlo, and all of these big brands. But before we didn't have that, right? So so it would be either get a job in the the big ones that we know of, like Bench, Bench, Golden ABC, but there are like a few companies that they can be employed with during that time or make a name for yourself and then competition is tough well it still is no so 
competition during that time, you'd compete with the likes of like Rahul Laurel, Friedrich Peraltas. So it would be like a struggle for them and a challenge for them to make a name for themselves. So what we did was we took five designers under our wing and we tried to help them with marketing. So that was the first business that we created. So it was really out of that passion of helping the fashion designers of the Philippines. And then for Manila Workshops, my second uh, registered business, the bigger ones, the bigger businesses. Manila Workshops is an events management business. And the reason why I started it was because I really wanted time flexibility because I was pregnant during the time. It was initially it was for selfish reasons because it was really for me I'm trying to like spend more time with the baby obviously yeah. with Zika so but then after a while I knew that it had a bigger purpose it had a bigger mission it was really to help small businesses in the Philippines local businesses entrepreneurs and freelancers here so so the purpose really grew and then after that we started Taksumo So I wanted something more scalable together with my husband. We wanted to see like how we can make positive changes in the environment, like in the world that we live in. And we saw that one of the struggles really for the same set of audiences, how do I start my business and how do I sustain it? And a lot of businesses fail according to like the Global Entrepreneurship Monitor Report in the Philippines, 66 percent of businesses small businesses fail because they don't have enough first they don't have enough capital because like credit score we don't talk about those things yeah, much don't. here right yes. so so in terms of loans we get loans from not the banks because we don't have scores obviously so we get that at a higher interest rate so that really takes a toll on on our finances as a business owner and then another thing is they don't know how to like manage their cash flow so yeah so we wanted to help with that and one of the struggles really is taxes because it's tedious people don't understand it really because of all of the complicated rules and regulations and the ever changing rules and regulations <laughs> here if you compare it to other countries other countries have it just once a year you know they pay like their taxes once a year but here a small business owner pays taxes like eight nine times a year so so yeah that's like paying it. every month yes and some even pay every month and more than one form every month yes that's so nice because i was listening to you and i figured that two out of your three businesses is all about helping people so it's mm. all about solving another people's problem well manila workshop is like what you said it's kind of selfish but in the mm-hmm. end it's still you know it's still it's for still others because other, others you want others to learn so that's so nice speaking of manila workshops this is from Jomar Hilario could you tell us the story behind how you get other people to speak on your stage back in the day it doesn't matter because manila workshops are as small as like five people having a whole events place closed yes you have freelancer fair uh, before so how is it how is it to get other people to speak on your stage back in the day well a big part of it is really understanding what the market needs so our market were really the small business owners the professionals and the freelancers now so we would listen to what they would need and we would like 
look for people with expertise, with experiences. Being a practitioner in your field was a must for us. No? So we don't get speakers who are just teachers. We really want them to, to have had experiences with the topic that we were choosing. So that's how we got speakers. And then we would, some of them, we would cold call. Not all of them I know really from the beginning. No? So, but I had a lot of friends also who were experts in their craft. So I would tap those speakers and also connect with those that I didn't know. And then from there, your network grew because this speaker knows another speaker who can do this. And Yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. Exactly. So cool. yeah. You mentioned you've had three businesses so far. So yeah. with a new business you create comes challenges. What are some of the business challenges that you still experience now? How do you overcome them? By this time, do you already have this mindset of, oh, I've, okay, I see this pattern. I know this challenge, so I know how I'm going to handle this now. Do you have that mindset? Well, there are times that I think that way, but oftentimes, no. I think since your question is like, what's what are the challenges that we are still facing right now? It's the reality is you're facing an ever-changing market. So with an ever-changing market, you have to be on your toes every time, all the time. So especially now with the pandemic, like with the yeah, pandemic, true. there were a lot of learnings that we got, a lot of pivots or the changes that we made with some of the things no some of the things that we had that we have right now for Taksumo so it all stemmed from the fact that we listen to the audience all the time and our customers all the time our users so yeah so I think the challenge is right staying agile Mm -hmm. and also like really knowing the market always constantly knowing the market as you go along you'll never get I don't think you'll get to the point that you're, I mean, you're contented or even, no, actually you're complacent with what you're doing because the market will forever be changing. So I think that's that's one of the things that is a challenge for a lot of business owners. How do you stay agile? And also as a startup business, we have limited resources. We don't have resources as like the big companies here so or even abroad. So it's a matter of really balancing like innovation, the speed of innovation with the resources that we have. Wow, that's nice. For, this is from Mary Ann de la Cruz. How do you jump from one successful business to another? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the type of person, Anne, who like when I see things, like I just test and I experiment on these things. And I see if it Part works for me. Yeah. yeah, if it works for me. So in terms of business, though, I know that I have a purpose now. So And I mm-hmm. think I found it when I started Manila Workshops. And it's really to help the MSMEs or the small businesses in the Philippines or even abroad later on. So I always make sure that it's in line with that purpose. I always make sure that whatever I do, it's still in line with that. But then for my side hustles... I make sure that I love what I'm doing. I know that deep inside, I'm a content creator. I love creating content. So I know that I can't let go of that. So what I do is I still merge these two things. Now I use my content. I use my blog, my blog, my social media accounts, and try to use it as a platform 
to be heard. For, for the things that I want to share when it comes to helping SMEs, I use these platforms. So there are so, but in discovering new business assets, it's really, I don't know, it's really about like always reading, I guess, always listening to what's up there, always watching videos. The thing about technology is that it's, it's there to help you see the world from wherever you are, even if you're in a confined space, like inside the house. I haven't left the house since March 2020. Since, since pandemic, yeah. Yeah, but I never lost that. I don't feel that I'm not connected with people. I still think that I'm connected with people. So yeah, so use the things around you. It's nice to hear. Yeah, I remember the, I think that that's the last time we, maybe that's the last time you you flew a plane. We're, we're together. Yes. <laughs> right before that's the pandemic. <laughs> right that's, before the pandemic. Yeah, we went that's through. it. That's it for us. But that was fun. That was fun. You spoke about being a content creator. So let me ask you this one. So you started as a blogger. So with Mommy Ginger. Mm-hmm. And bloggers are also considered as influencers. So that means that companies trust you to share product experiences just yeah. like how as normal as how you narrate via blog or even a video blog how you house your day so i call it ginger's go-to what's ginger's go-to when it comes to featuring or promoting products want to know ginger's answer to that question you're gonna have to stay tuned to the next episode to find out Almighty Father, thank you for the business you have enabled me to begin and sustain. Enlighten my way in leading and inspiring people engaged in the business organizations, industry, and communities that I serve. Allow us the mastery of your will for the role you would want this business to play in your divine plan. Provide us all the resources, human and material, for this enterprise. Sustain us financially for growth and development and keep us humble with our successes and innovative and creative in our endeavors. Help us in our crises and guide us in every step we take as we run and manage our business. Let our business involvements be models of inspired integrity and allow it to bring good health, wealth, and prosperity among your people. Bless our business partners, clients, and suppliers. Give us the faith and confidence that we can accomplish even what seems to be impossible. Move us to dispense all our actions to be full of love for you and the rest of mankind. In Jesus' name, Amen. Creating a podcast show is a challenge. Good thing I have the best ally. Thanks to ValuePod Productions, headed by two amazing ladies, Sam Mercado and Eloy Almolicido, for helping me create my shows easily. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but don't know how and where to start? Let ValuePod Productions Podcast Editing and Management Services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message us at facebook.com slash Productions. ValuePod Productions Podcast Editing and Management Services. 
humanizing personal connections through podcasting. That's a wrap for this week's Pin to Talk. Tell us what you think about the show. Send in your rating and comments on your favorite podcast platform now. For questions and suggestions, email pintotop at anchristine.com. That's P-I-N-T-O-T-O-P at anchristine.com. Thanks for listening. 